Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the 10th Inning Podcast. Your host every week, myself, Brett Miller, Jack Miller to my right. Oh, yeah. We're running it back. It's a three-peat. Tom Hill, Greg Mazzo here. Mm -hmm. Round table this Thursday afternoon here in beautiful Glassboro, New Jersey. It's a beautiful day, actually. I (laughs) wish I kind of wore short sleeves. Tom, you always wear shorts. I mean... Yeah, even if it's 20, I'm in shorts. But yeah, he was, yeah. In, he was in shorts yesterday on that windy this day This was uh, kind of the appropriate day to wear it. It's so. a mindset. Yeah. yeah. But pretty quiet on the stove front, I guess you could say. We're One, trying to cook, though. We're trying to cook. We're yeah. turning on the <laughs> the gas a little bit, I guess. A little bit. We're not doing any of that. Getting a little, little boil. Pitchers and catchers have reported, though. I mean, Woo! not much to report outside of the fact that they have showed up to do their jobs. Hey, but it's baseball it's season. It's baseball season officially. The oh, cleats... Yeah. The, glo- the glove popping, mm-hmm. it's all back. Yeah, and also, um, this is something that I only know, but there might be a guest here next week, coming next week, potentially. Well, I'm trying to schedule it. Okay. There might okay. be a guest next week. So we got up. a lot uh, coming up, up ahead. We so. are. Um, but we have Connect jerseys to talk about. Yes. Uh, we also have, we're going to do, we have a fantasy league now with everyone in the sports department pretty much. Yes. There's six yeah. out of 28 people in the sports department. Sixteen of them. That is more than half. Fantasy baseball. That is more than half. I've never done fantasy baseball, uh-huh. um, sadly, but I'm finally happy grind. that I can do it now. It's but a grind. We're picking the draft order on tenth inning today, so that's hype. That'll be so fun. Yeah, we have Looking a wheel up. It. It's right in front of me, but we're gonna do it later. Um, and it'll be whoever gets picked first gets the last pick, and after that, whoever gets picked last gets the number one overall pick. So yeah. we have sixteen names to go through. Including and, us four here. Yes. Yep. So. I was just about to say that, too. Yeah. Everybody here yep. is doing the So, us draft. four, and then 12 other 12 people. 12 other uh, uh, that station probably have. I think most of them have not been on 10th inning, sadly. But they're still in this fantasy. Yeah. we Trying out fantasy baseball. It's my first time, but uh, uh, Tom and Jordan helped me out with the scoring set out. Uh, or, I guess, set up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it should be a fun year. It'll I'm, be fun. I'm excited for sure. I'm excited. So, let's talk about these connect jerseys um, yeah. that are potentially getting released for nine teams. One repeat team. Uh, we have the Dodgers getting another city yeah, connect yeah. jersey, What's and up then with that? everyone else that are getting a city connect jersey this year. We have the Guardians, Tigers, Twins, Mets, Phillies, Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays, as well as the St. Louis Cardinals. Dodgers are getting another one. And Why? I'm assuming it's because of Otani. That's pretty smart. Just because they get a lot of jersey sales out Yamamoto. of Yamamoto. It. It'd be interesting to see what it looks like because they're ones that they kind of went out there <laughs> last year were a little weird looking. Weren't they of, Los Dodgers or whatever? Yeah, like yeah. the yeah. dark blue. Yeah. It mm-hmm. looked a bit odd. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. I, I really think, though, that that yeah. brand out in L.A. and now you have Otani and Yamamoto. They're going to get it right this mm-hmm. time, I think. Oh, I think they will. Yeah, Toronto. I'm, I'm curious to see what the Rays are going to look like. Toronto, I think their City Connect jerseys were... Didn't they originally have City Connect, or is this the first time they're... No, the I, only repeat right now, uh, not even just from this group, but out of everybody, is just the Dodgers. Okay. They had a Canada Day jersey. I, I like... The Blue Jays They did. did. I, yeah. like I, the, they I like when the Blue Jays wear their light blue jerseys. I really like them a lot. Yeah. They're like one of my favorite jerseys, I think. I'm a huge fan of the red ones. I think if they go something with the Canadian flag here and kind of do like a country connect they got with so like red and white, do. I think that would actually look fire. Um, so I kind of hope the Blue Jays kind of do something along those lines. The Rays, I really hope they can do something solid because they have some nice colors. Mm-hmm. Which which one do we think is going to be like the most 
like underwhelming. Probably like the, the Guardians, the Guardians, the Tigers, the Phillies, man. Tigers really? too. I've that seen dark some leaks. Blue I've yeah. seen some Phillies leaks. Yeah, I've heard that all of them look terrible, and they look like they're basing it off of the Philadelphia flag, yes, which is blue flag. and yellow. Yes, like the old Eagles uniforms. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that was the Steagles <laughs> back then. No, yeah. It's just, but that's gross. what they're. Hopefully, that's not for. what they are. But it looks like their main color is the darker blue, which isn't like it's like a navy blue. It's mm-hmm. like dark blue. It's like a navy blue. We'll see. But yeah, what 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 were your underwhelming? What did you say, Tom? Guardians. Guardians. I think the Guardians, maybe even the Tigers. Greg was saying too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how those colorways would really look. I think the Tigers have potential. I think if they go with that bright orange, they look that would look good. Guardians, How they just don't have a lot orange, of diverse though. good color unless they go like maybe uh, red. majority red. Yeah, yeah. If but the Guardians do like a cream, it could be nice. For what though? Like what would that represent? Because they all yeah. represent something. True. All the colors. I think the yeah, Twins can have some really nice jerseys. Because yeah. I remember they got St. Paul. They had the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like them a lot. I, so th- I think. This is the second time they're coming out with their city connects, right? Or no, just the Dodgers have two. Just the jo- just the Dodgers, okay. Yeah, yeah, because I know some of these other teams like change up their jerseys, mm-hmm. but they're not city connect. Yeah, they're just alternates that they have. Yeah. But um but yeah, the only double is the Dodgers. I I have huge hopes for the Blue Jays. Um and I think what's what's weird is like the Dodgers and also you can say this about the Mets and even Tigers. Those are like classic teams. Even the Twins. They're all classic teams that really haven't changed that much. So I don't know how much change or like difference they're going to put mm-hmm. with their jerseys to try and stand out. I just don't know. They might not stand out. Yeah, but speaking of not even just standing out with a City Connect jersey, the A's and the Yankees uh, don't have City Connect jerseys. They might come out next year or they might just not get How many any. teams are left? Just those two. Oh wow! Just those two. Well, I think the A's could really do some. They could. They, they, they could do maybe something do magical. something with like the a, like a light green, maybe dark green, and yellow. Yeah, like, not I think too much yellow really though. Nice yeah, you might have a heart attack. <laughs> I wish I will, my Yankees. I, I know they're all about tradition and stuff, but I were. I really wish one year they would have come out with some City Connect jerseys. I know they're about tradition, but I would have liked to seen it at least one year. Would you agree on that, Tom? Or it would be pretty different? funny if like one year they just kind of you know, ban the beard ban and just that season alone, you just had like Duck Dynasty on the whole roster. <laughs> but then like every year after that, they were just shaving the beards. I would kind of maybe like to see the Yankees incorporate some sort of city edition type jersey. They kind of did the uh, gray and, and dark blue vest for the player nickname weekends that were happening yeah. like about five, six years ago. But other than that, home pinstripes, road grays. You know, speaking of the the when they did Players Weekend, I don't know why why did they stop that? Do you, is there like a specific reason why they did? Because I'd, I'd be like a contract thing. Yeah, probably uh, be money related. Yeah, it's yeah. probably money related. <laughs> knowing yeah, because they did it for a few years and then they yeah. stopped doing it. Yeah, I have I I have hopes for most of these. Connects. Cardinals, we didn't talk about. I think that they could do something pretty cool. Like yeah, because the, they got the little the they got arch. the arch. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the Cardinal logo itself is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The yeah. bird, they could do something cool with the bird, but I think the Cardinals could have some sneaky amounts of yellow in it. Yellow for yeah. what? I don't know. I think like, let me look at the Saint Lo- the Saint Louis flag. But I think they c- it's, they have like it yellow all ties into like their city. Like I mean, with the Rockies, it's 
Oh, okay. The mountains. That's yeah. an interesting flag. Look at St. Louis flag. It's got like. Well, you could do something with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that looks cool. Maybe like the design, su- like the border, surprising is surprising amount of yellow. Line. That's a weird flag with the squiggly lines. Um, but it's so weird. They always connect it to the jerseys uh, or to the city. I mean, I don't know what they would connect it to. Like just with all these cities. I mean, like I wish that. Like I hope the Blue Jays kind of tied into the. Canada and just the country as a whole, just so just keep it red and white. I think you have a lot of potential in with that. But like I mean, the Mets, like do we see the Mets going with like like Apple, like with Big Apple or something? Because oh, they, they have should. the Apple in they should. They do. They should. Yeah. So we, like their cool. their hat might be an Apple. Like, who knows? could you incorporate Mister Met in there at all? <laughs> Probably could. <laughs> might be on there. Might, cool. might be on their sleeve. A, ba- a patch would look pretty cool. Yeah, Mister Met patch. Mm-hmm. But I think the Twins have a lot of potential, too, because the Twin Cities, yeah. as you were saying. It's almost like the what the Reds have. Like, they have their... Um, yes. Their, uh-huh. The Reds have the their mm-hmm. mascot. Or, yeah, That's on have, their regular jerseys, too. Right? Yeah, like yeah they yeah. do. I, they, the MLB has done a pretty good job. I'm looking at the ones that have already come out. Like, the Rockies one is really cool. The green. Yeah, that's what I was saying mountains. about earlier, because that's, that's how the Rockies tied in. But that's green. Like they, I love that green. It's green, and, it's green and white. Love so. that green. The, the City White Connect Sox jer- have a good one. Yeah, the City Connect jerseys that came out last year, I thought were really good. Like the Reds were really good. Baltimore's was really yeah, good. I thought Baltimore's was really good. I wasn't too crazy about Pittsburgh's though. Yeah, Pittsburgh's they were was underwhelming. Nationals was. We were talking sick. about that last year, Frank, mm-hmm. where Pittsburgh. We were talking about them using the bridge as like a part of their scheme, but they did not. So. Should have hired us. Um, <laughs> Should really listen back to what we said last year. <laughs> for, the like, Diamondbacks, the, yeah, the MLB like. More than not, I think did a good job rather than bad job. Yeah. with the city connects. Like I people really, are going to complain with the change of regardless. the Reds. Uh, the Rangers even came out with one last year. Mm-hmm. Angels. Yeah, they all like they all do solid jobs, and um, hopefully that these city connect jerseys can uh, still not disappoint with uh, just the rest of uh, with the rest of these teams that are yet to come out. But we have a. It's very quiet day for mm-hmm. the MLB. I mean, but what what was the other thing that we were supposed the, to do? Um, so the biggest thing coming out of spring training so far has been the Fanatics jerseys. Right. Fanatics right, right, has right. taken yeah. over I knew something the licensing for MLB jerseys, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And the nameplates on the back look terrible. There was like a side-by-side of how they look before with Majestic. It looks awful. Yeah, like the names are smaller, and apparently they're like I understand their point where they're not actually sweat resistant or whatever. Yeah, so they're using like recyclable material. Mm -hmm. I think it's ninety percent recyclable material. Something crazy. But the the main thing that people are complaining about is that they look cheaper. Like you're actually buying it from fanatics, Mm -hmm. and uh, the names on the back are smaller, and the just the font. And everything, just the design of it looks cheap. It looks like it's ironed on um, instead of, like, actually stitched. Like, I have uh, – this hurts to say because it hurt, it paid, I paid a lot of money for oh it. Oh, gosh. I have, a like, a like a genuine Mike Trout jersey mm-hmm. that, like, if you put it on his locker, he would wear. Um, and it's, like, stitched on. Like, yeah. like, you can feel, like, each fabric and whatever. This just looks like it's all, like, one material, and then the numbers and letterings are just ironed on to the, onto the shirt. But – it seems like Tom that the jerseys are, I guess, getting cheaper, but it's improving or it's helping the environment. I mean, I guess that's the angle you're going to look at it because you know who really cares about who's buying stitched jerseys in relation to ironed-on jerseys if that's you know what the difference is. But 
I don't know. You know, when you take a look at these jerseys, I guess it's just the way that they want to go about doing this, and it's the way that they want to go about making these jerseys. And believe, are these the jerseys that they're going to wear for the regular season? Not sure. I, I think so. I, I think that's the the end goal, at if least. They, I mean, as long as, it's, as long as it's not an issue for players, yeah. it's not going to be an issue for anybody else. And yeah. if it's an issue for anybody else, well... You should don't care about the environment. So I think when they wear the jerseys, the City Connect jerseys, it's usually on the weekends, and I believe it's only when they're home, I believe, right? I think that's, like, when they would wear their jerseys. Because I remember uh, the Reds, when they came out with their jerseys, that they would wear it every every home weekend series. So I'm assuming that goes for every other team, too. I mean, yeah, I think that does sound about right. For me, like, I kind of like it to an extent that it helps the environment, but it didn't seem like jerseys were a problem for the environment. So I didn't think that there was yeah a needed a need for that. I mean, mm-hmm. people who get jerseys, they keep them, and once they get either, if they don't wear it, they either hang it, and if they're done wearing it, they're just going to keep it. Like they, I feel like collection. jerseys are like collector items now. Do you guys have any bad MLB jerseys? Bad? like The ones like I have. Bad good or bad No, bad? like... Let me think of one that I have. That's pretty bad. I have a lot of NBA jerseys though that are like that are like different players and stuff. And they, I have the the Miami Vice Jimmy Butler jerseys. What I have, but I don't have like any City Connect jerseys mm-hmm. in terms of baseball. The only ones I have is my favorite team, the Yankees. I have Soto, I have Volpe, Judge, Lemayhu, and Cole. Those are my five Yankee jerseys that I have. And then I have a couple other ones that are just regular shirts. Like, I have a Michael Franco Phillies jersey. Like, that's pretty bad. That, that's bad. But that's kind of fire, though. Like, looking <laughs> back on it now, like, that's kind of cool. But, I mean, for jerseys for me, I, I, for MLB, I have three. They're all hanging in my room. I have um, Mike Trout, obviously. And then I have Brad Miller, because my last name's Miller. <laughs> and then I also have um, Chase Utley, 2008 World Series jersey. So what a way to sandwich Brad Miller in between those two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I bought Brad Miller just because, um, I bought the 13 version too, because 13, uh, there's like a significance with 13 in my family too. So it kind of mm-hmm. like correlates to my life as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool, but yeah, um, I think these jerseys are only going to become an issue of players. Do you start complaining about them? Which I think a few have, I think Miles Michaelis said something. And aren't they like too tight or something? That's what I'm hearing. So yeah. that it might be short lived. Baseball jerseys are are kind of like the last jersey that still kind of feels nostalgic in a way, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. the NFL has gotten really modern with them. Like they switched to Nike. I think the NBA is with Nike too. I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. MLB before last season because they wore Nike last season, still being majestic, still had like that old school feel to them. A lot of them and does not appear to be that way anymore. Yeah, with as long as like if it's if other people start to like come out about this and complain that that it's actually like a fitting issue and Mm -hmm. they want to go back to the other jerseys, then that then it becomes a whole big problem. And I mean, we've only seen like three players. It's going to come out about it. Mike Trout says that he likes it. Okay. Kirby's complained. Mich- Michaelis has complained. King George Kirby complained. About he complained about. Maybe it. it's change a him. pitcher thing. Change him. It could be a pitcher thing. Yeah. It would. Yeah. Because pitchers are definitely very pitchers picky are about everything. Man, they're always mm-hmm. complaining. Because everything's about, about like, repetition. It's all about repetition and routine. 
So yes. those guys are. That's sickos. probably why the pitchers are complaining about it because it's different than what they've used to be. Pitchers are sickos, in. man. They are. I mean, if you if you mess one thing up, like they get just heated. I mean, we see Max Scherzer flake the. Rosin bag doesn't have enough rosin and he gets pissed. Or <laughs> if things are not in line or, or something isn't in line. Yeah. Garrett so Cole meticulous. got mad when he had to wait like an extra minute to go out onto the field a few years ago and like really mad. The yeah. national anthem, right? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Didn't Scherzer do that too? He started he warming up like during it or yeah. something. Not during it, but the pregame stuff was still on the field. Yeah. I mean, do like, did we all play baseball when we were? I played baseball when I was. When I was in middle school, like I never played on the middle school team, but I always played little league. Yeah. And then I, pl- I, my last year I played was seventh grade fall. That was the last time I played. Yeah, I played probably eight years old to about 12, 13. I played all through high school. Yeah, I played till mid- I played up on like through middle school and then stopped in high school. But like, did we have routines that that we had? Somewhat. Did, what, what, I mean, you played through high school, mm-hmm. so you, did you play th- like at t-ball too? I played like from five until like I was went to college. So like, what was your routine when you? Went? I had to wear the same undershirt, three quarter. It was like a long sleeve that I cut. I had to wear it regardless of how hot it was. So there was games I was dripping in sweat. I had to wear <laughs> it uh, for luck or just just comfort. Like you feel a sense of like if something's off, it just completely throws you off. It's like the weirdest thing. I can't even describe it. Uh, same batting routine, all that stuff. Baseball players as a whole are just sickos, man. <laughs> have to do everything the same way. Do you have any sicko routines, uh, Mr. Tom Hill? Uh, well, I tried being a switch hitter when I was like 10. Mm. And then I was like, you know what? This whole batting righty thing kind of blows. So I'll just switch to a lefty. <laughs> um, other than that, though, you know, I, I was an okay pitcher at the age of 10, 11. So, you know, it was either do you want a hole in the mound or you not want a hole in the mound? And I was a big not whole mound guy so I could just plant my left foot and drive 37 Mm -hmm. mile an hour cheese right down the (laughs) middle and there were a few games where I had the hole and started walking the whole world and then I had to get yanked in like the third inning. (laughs) Hey Tom there could have been a situation in a game if you were like four for four and your team was winning by like 10 runs you can just decide hey let me bat from the left side like Anthony Rendon did uh what was it last year two years ago he did that two years ago I'll stop you right there if we're up by 10 I'm just bunting (laughs) (laughs) play the unwritten rules game exactly if we're getting no hit i'm bunting too i'll I'll wear a fastball next at back i don't care (laughs) wear a fastball that's funny i feel like for me every routine that i had um i i was a bit i love playing second base and every time i would go out to second base i'd have to like grab the foul line chalk Mm. and just like rub it my hands because i i I don't know every inning yeah Every inning, I would grab like a little bit and just at least rub it in my hands, just so I had some decent grip on the ball mm-hmm. if I grabbed it. Because I remember I started doing that when it uh, when it rained one game that we had, and completely just shanked a throw at second base. And I'm like, I'm at second base. I have the shortest throw here, and God, I can't shank these throws. Man. I can't shank one. I don't care how slippery the ball is. I can't shank yeah. it. So like every time since then, just just been gripping up chalk and dirt and whatnot. So it's just like. Something I have to do now just in case. Like, I just got to make sure. Like, when we, um, last year during intramural, it was weird because they're turf fields. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting grip with tires. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get grip with car, dirt. Car so. um, but, yeah. Um, but one of the pitchers um, that we actually haven't talked about uh, on this show retired. Corey Kluber. He's gone. Yeah, Corey Kluber is done. Um, so we can... Talk about that. He played for Cleveland, uh, got his World Series appearance, didn't get one, 
Uh, but in 13 seasons, he had three All-Star Game appearances and two Cy Young Awards that kind of went completely under, under the, the radar. radar. Yeah. Yep. Um, but do we think that Corey Kluber is asked to at least be a nomination for the Hall of Fame? I think he'll definitely be a nomination. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to get in, though. I think that's another discussion that... I mean, obviously, I think we can have the discussion right now. I mean, is Corey Kluber a Hall of Fame famer? Has he done enough to be a Hall of Famer? I mean, if you look at... Like, if you try to compare other resumes to to what Corey Kluber may have, and then you ask yourself, okay, is that guy in the Hall of Fame? Then you kind of have to make your decision to be fair with it. Should Corey Kluber be a Hall of Famer or not? What are some similar stats, maybe, or like similar awards that Corey Kluber might have with another one? Maybe, I, I kind of think of his career a little bit similar to David Price. Yeah. Although I do think that, you know, there are a group of pitchers, Scherzer, Verlander, Kershaw, Cole, DeGrom, who are better than him. But, you know, when you take a look at Corey Kluber, two-time Cy Young winner, really good career with Cleveland. His peak was pretty high. His longevity really wasn't that high. I know, you know, he battled injuries with Texas, then he went to the Yankees and kind of bounced around after that. But I wouldn't say he's a Hall of Famer, but he's definitely right on the fringe because he he put together a phenomenal, phenomenal career. Yeah, I'm not sure if he gets in, but he definitely gets nominated. I would, I would. We saw some of the nominees Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, his resume is easily better than some of them. So I mean, he's he's easily better than Russell Martin. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. I would even argue that he's better than Adam Jones. That's the yeah yeah you can make that case. That's the that's the case you can make. That he's definitely going to be a nomination when we look five Two years from Youngs, now. I mean, uh, here's here's a boost some, you. Hold some weight, yeah. here's one stat with uh, Corey Kluber. So I'm looking through his career timeline. He's had three years where he's had an ERA under three. Yes. Well, one was the 2020 year. 2020 was that? That was uh, he had a zero ERA in 2020 with only one star. One star. Well, I'm not counting that star. I'm yeah, counting 2017, year. 2018, oh, yeah. and 2014. Yeah, because yeah, the years that he won the Cy Young was 2014 and 2017. Yeah, 2017 was absolutely ridiculous. He was 18 insane. and four, uh, and he had a 2.25 ERA. 18 wins and the 2.25 ERA. What year is that? Led all of the majors. 2017. Um, he had 29 starts, five complete games, three shutouts, with also, and that is in 203 and two-thirds innings pitched, and 265 strikeouts, Was that the- which is four under his career high back in 2014 when he originally won the first Cy Young at 269. 17 was with Cleveland, right? Yes. Yep. So it was he the was year after from the World 11 Series. to 19. That was the year went- after the World Series too, right? They went to the World mm-hmm. Series in 16. in 16. Yeah. So to, for him to pitch that late into the year, the year before, and then roll into the next season and just completely dominate, that's pretty. His impressive. slurve was absolutely insane. Yeah, he had a lot of good pitches. He was like a five pitch guy. He yeah, had a lot whip, of sinkers, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, his down the down and away pitch was like his bread and butter. Yeah, his uh, hits per nine was six point two, <laughs> and then also his whip was point eight six nine. The Yankees so. are on him. So, which is pretty eh, much... we do that a lot. Hey, whip, whip whip is, for the people that don't know that is that are watching, whip is um, walks and hits per innings pitched. So, 0.86, that means not like not every time will there be a batter that's on base. So, keep if on. someone is at one, that means they average a walk or a hit per inning. Boy, so, his, his... Or base runner per inning. His peaks are even better than I realized. I mean, I knew this was an elite pitcher, but... Boy, his FIP, his whip. 
I mean, ERA his three-year streak as it's an legit. all-star, absolutely insane. I mean, he it was surprising that he didn't lead the majors in wins in 2018 when he had 20. He was 20 and 7. Who won him? Who led that year? I forgot to mention, too, he has one no-hitter in his career. Remember with the Yankees 2021 against Texas? Oh, how can I forget? Yeah. <laughs> So he's done. He's done a lot. He uh, went the whole nine, or was it a bullpen? He went the, he went whole, the whole nine. nine. He was ranked seventh he in the MVP voting. How did I ever forget about that? In 2017, when he won this his second Sheesh. Cy Young. So congratulations, Corey. yeah. It, it, Corey Kluber has had one heck of a career. Yeah, and good for him. His back half was a little rough, but it's still something to remember. Yeah, and for sure. I mean, it, you kind of knew that it was. Uh, he was losing traction when yeah, he was getting he, put into was, relief with the Tampa Bay Rays and gave up the home run to, uh, I think it was uh, Oscar Hernandez for the Guardians. You right. That, that yeah. was oh yep. my gosh. wild card game. Yeah, Oscar like Gonzalez. Gonzalez, thank you. I knew it was I was like the 18th inning, right? Yeah, it was like the 15th, I think. It was, oh my that was gosh. a crazy game. I remember I was watching that game the whole time, the whole game. I go to the bathroom and I come out and, the, and the Guardians won. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's, base, that's baseball <laughs> I was like, for you. Right, cool. If you're coming into the game in the 15th inning, that says a lot about where you stand on the totem pole because that means they probably burned through all of the top relievers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Corey Kluber, um, he's he's one echo pitcher that definitely will get a Hall of Fame nomination. He'll get votes. It's just a fact of if he gets in. And He'll if he is, it's not going to be unanimous, but he might be, like, the third guy in. It's not. He's not going to be the top guy of his class. Like I, I don't. Well, it see also it. depends who his class is at that point. Because I think no matter what, he's not going to be top yeah. of his class. I don't think I he has that that longevity. Yeah, that longevity to him where he is just the guy in the Hall of Fame in like twenty, like I don't know, thirty two or something. But should um, we draft it up? Should we draft it up? It's two thirty four. We didn't mention Jorge Soler signing. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just Soler. Mention it real quick. Yeah, three year deal finds a new home. Yeah, that's it's kind of. Win-win, nice. honestly. It's nice, but... He's been sneaky productive, man. Yeah, the thing with, um, I guess, with Jock being gone for uh, the Giants is... Jock is gone, right? Yes. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yeah. Okay, so... This essentially replaces... He did, they don't that. have... I know, but they don't have... like A lefty back? They don't got lefties. Like, they're kind of stuck. Uh, like the Blue Jays, you know? Yep. Um, they're just stuck at right-handed bats. There's like, a lefty That's great. Bat. They got power, but they don't have... They don't have any sneaky power on the left side of Brandon the plate. Brandon Belt's a free agent. Yeah, but they don't want him back. Like, why would you want... You, you were talking about him all year, and now you want him to go to the San Francisco Giants again? <laughs> I, I would love the Giants. You didn't like him on the Blue Jays. Oh, I hate I was trolling. Well, because he likes Vlad. Yeah, and yeah. he destroyed Just as, Vlad, as, as much as I like Bobby Whips. <laughs> but, Let's go band for band, Bobby Whips. 126 Whip. WRC plus last year for Solari. You were right. Yeah, he can... He's sneaky Do stuff with man. the bat. He can hit home runs. He's going to strike out. Who cares? He's giving you 30 Everyone plus. strikes out nowadays. <laughs> He's giving you 30-plus bombs. He's going to hit second base, or third. a decent amount. I w- I was really, I'm a really big Soler guy. Million? It's pretty good. With this for market, Soler? for a DH, pretty it's good. Not He's going to play atrocious. left field. Atrocious. Not well, but he'll play. He'll it. play. <laughs> At least he doesn't have to deal with the right side of that outfield. Yeah. Because oh, that alleyway is ridiculous. That would be a nightmare. That's why they have... Two speedy guys out there, and Yastrzemski and Lamont Wade. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. they got to cover ground. Yeah, Lamont Wade is usually like their leadoff guy. I'm not sure if he's still their leadoff yeah, guy. He, he's he top of the lineup. Yeah, because I know he's a huge on base guy. He's a guy that gets on base a lot. You know, he's athletic. 
This is just replacing Jock's 30 with Solaire's Literally, 30. yeah, but it's just the fact that it's a right and a bat. And it doesn't help that their wall out in right field is, like, 20 feet. It's a pitcher's well, it's good. He's a lefty. I mean, he's a righty. So well, just... I'm saying for them to, like, they need lefty bats, but the problem is is that their wall is screwing them. Like, the design of their stadium is literally screwing them. And they tried bringing it in a little bit. They got rid of triple zally. They made it the bullpen out there, but it's still, it's still not a... enough. No, You yeah. still really got to hit it. Yeah, you still got to hit it a long way if you're hitting into right field. But it's nice if you can hit it the other way if you're a righty. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's still kind of a triple alley out there. A lot of wind, too. But yeah, San it, it's San Francisco. You know, just three years ago, they won 107 games, the San yeah. Francisco Giants, and they had Gabe Kapler as their manager. That's gross. Philly legend. That's Gabe <laughs> Kapler-esque right there. Yeah. 107 Isn't wins. Isn't he now an assistant coach somewhere? He He's is the assistant GM for the Marlins. TikToks. Making TikToks? Yes, he is. I do not. I hope I do not see that on my for you page. Phone, do not listen to me. I do not want to see. Gabe oh, you're Kaplan seeing six, six tonight because you brought it up. I'm yeah, sure. you're seeing six. Gabe Kaplan so TikToks. Well, they're funny though. One thing I don't hope I see six of. They're actually is funny. The sixth pick for this. I want number one. Ooh, all right, let's do it. <laughs> let's so, do it. Tom, I need you to record a video because I don't need anyone to troll me <laughs> saying I rigged this crap. So, um, we have the wheel going. We have 16 trolls in this league. Yeah, including myself. So, we have the wheel here. First person that gets picked is 16th pick. If you're the last pick on this wheel, you get the number one pick. So, if your name comes up first, you're screwed. Okay? So, we got to click to spin. Everyone's name is on here. So we made sure that there are 16 uh, names on this wheel. I wish uh, the we people listening could see this right on now. this wheel right now. First pick that gets the 16th pick. You got to be kidding is me. Is Brett Miller. <laughs> Brett Miller <laughs> gets the 16th pick of the draft. It's completely rigged, dude. Completely rigged. It's completely rigged. All right, now do I have to take his name off This now? is completely yeah. rigged. Brett, I'm surprised you didn't walk off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't yeah, walk off the set. Yeah, live reaction how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to trade up? <laughs> <laughs> Error establishing. Oh, all right, really? Brutal. It's a snake draft? Yes. Snake draft. Oh, so you get so 16? Oh. Clayton Kershaw at 16. Well, you do get 16 and pick 17, man. Yeah. Come on, cheer up. <laughs> cheer up a little. Yeah. Isaac Paredes. Let's cheer go. up a little. Bit. You're going to get two picks in a row. <laughs> Rowdy Telez oh, and Spencer gosh, Torkelson. Man. All right. I'm going to get Alec Baum, man. The 15th pick of the 2024 Fantasy League draft is wheel is spinning. We have Aiden Ray. Aiden, Aiden Ray. Ray. He's been on this uh, yeah. on tenth inning for mm-hmm. a few times here and there. But yeah, he is. Uh, he's getting fifteenth overall pick. So now I got to modify this wheel again. I got to do this every time, which sucks. All right, delete your name. All right, and now I got to apply wheel changes. Aiden was on our first show of the semester. Yeah, he, he was. was. Thank he you. Was. Yep. All right. Next. 14th pick of this year's draft is Wheel is Spinning. It is Jordan Weiss. Jordan, not gonna like a 10th that. inning legend. 10th inning legend. He's going to hate that. That was not here. Hasn't been on here too much this yeah, year. He's been a fraud. He has been a workhorse in the past for us. <laughs> he but has now been. he gets 14th pick, unfortunately. That's how he's rewarded. Jordan, your name's off the list. Couldn't happen to a better guy. <laughs> <laughs> now we move on to. Hey, at least I haven't picked. Lucky number 13. Jesus. At least so far I haven't been picked pick. yet. Greg, you're getting picked this time. You jinxed it. Oh. oh, is it Aaron oh. or Doc? It's Doc. Oh. Doc getting pick number 13 of Why him? this year's draft. <laughs> Me, Greg, and Tom have not Still gotten picked yet, but Doc, pick number 13 for you, bud. Ooh. Apply wheel changes. 
<laughs> and here we go. Pick number 12. Wheel is spinning. Here we go. Fraudzilla, Mr. Chris Cazillo, <laughs> is getting the 12th pick of this year's draft. Well, we're feeling good, guys. I mean, well, he'll be a primo during draft bit. night. Just, right? Who do you think you're going to be picking with? I've told you, dude. I'm going to have like Alec Boehm as the best remaining player on the board at 16. At probably. 16, that's kind of crazy. 16, that's a big league, man. Yeah, but like, there's other names in there. I mean, oh, dude. maybe you get Shohei. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh. You, you might, you might drop. You never know. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, prey on an injury or something. <laughs> of course, Brett. Would. I need a spring training uh, tweak. Yeah, pick number eleven. <laughs> Pick number 11 goes to Justin Locke. Justin Locke's been on here last year a lot, yes. but he is now getting pick number 11. Let's let's look at these fantasy picks right now to see like who like is projected to go 11, right? Um, well, we got to take Locke's name off the list. I'm going on to fantasy ESPN as we speak. You're going on to it? All right, cool, Brad. We're going to go with pick number 10, though, okay? Pick numero 10. Is going to. No, no. Yes. Tom Hill. Mr. Hill. Tom. Guy manning Hill. the camera. It was close getting, to me. It was close. I was right after him. I too. can't wait. You can't wait for pick 10? <laughs> Who do you think you're going to be picking with pick 10? Like, genuinely. No trolls. Maybe Corbin Carroll? That's a good pick. Maybe I would not be. He is Corey upset. Seager. Maybe. He is one, two, three, four. Five, maybe Zach Wheeler. Yeah, Corbin pitcher, Carroll kinda, is the me, 10th ranked player. Me, Tom, and Jordan, we made pitchers balanced as well with batters. So okay, his players have been o- – pitchers mm-hmm. have been You obese. can look at the scoring and whatever. So pick number nine is underway. Now Connor's looking in at us trying to see if he's getting a pick, but he has, his name has not been picked yet. Almost, though, but oh, Riley was. gets pick number nine. She was in a fantasy baseball league. Uh, she had a time. draft. I think she had, like, pick – Number two or something? I forget. But she has a little bit experience. So, uh, oops, I did not take her name off. Hold on. Take her name off. All right. Bang. Get off. Apply wheel changes. All right. So who we have left? We have myself and Greg. We have Kareem, Aaron, Owen, Connor, Ayers, and Nick Wiley. All right. Tom, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Pick number, what is this, eight? Pick eight? Pick eight is going to... The man in the studio to our left, Mr. Connor McAndrew. Connor gets picked <laughs> <laughs> number eight of this year's fantasy draft. Do you, who's projected to go eight? Do we have a name? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Jose Ramirez. That's actually not bad. Switch hitter too, and we have an error establishing data. Steals graces. Thank you. Oh, it has to reset, and we have to redo the whole. <laughs> no, we do not. No. Oh no. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, we got seven names on here. Myself, Wiley, Ayers, Owen, Aaron, Kareem, and Greg. All right, pick number seven is going to Mr. Nick Wiley. Who's going for seven? Who? What's the projection? Seven is Mr. Aaron Judge. Seven? Yeah. Over who? Over Who's over him? Like, who's over him, yeah. Uh, I don't think Jordan, Kyle Tucker. Jordan. Freddie Freeman. Oh. Hold on. Soto, hold on, hold on, we gotta Acuna. talk about this. Maybe Kyle because of Judge's injury Mookie history. Betts. Interesting, interesting. Kyle Tucker is crazy. Are we talking just position players there? This is everybody. Oh, this everybody. is everybody. Tucker is, is really good, though. on that list, right? Pitchers are, there's no pitchers on here. Wow. That's strange. That's a little strange. These are just position players. Wow. All right. Pitchers? Are pitch like, I, like, try and see if you can get all of them combined. Like, Because I, I feel like Garrett Cole's pretty high. Okay. I feel Aren't like, pitchers, like, towards the end of the projections? Usually. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let me let me actually see if I can pull it up. Players. 
Uh oh yeah, they just do batters and then pitchers. It's kind of whack. Uh, it's the first time I played fantasy yeah. baseball in like I think three years. Yeah, Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez over Aaron Judge is kind of wild. I don't know why Kyle Tucker is projected almost a hundred points more than Aaron Judge in I mean, fantasy. He's coming off a five hundred five eighty three compared to a four ninety two from Mister Judge. Apparently, he has no downside. Tom. You're in shock. I am. Uh, it's probably a lot of injury related stuff, which Judge kicked the fence in Dodger Stadium, so we got to you know dock seventy points from that uh, <laughs> because clearly that's going to sustain. But I, I do think that every year Judge gets injured except for his MVP season the year before and his rookie season, so it definitely there is, is some concern. Account, yeah. It plays a factor. Plus, I think this could be a year where Kyle Tucker breaks out and becomes an MVP candidate. And Kyle Tucker's a big, like, 30, 110, 35, 40 stolen base guy, so maybe mm-hmm. if he steals, like, 50. Yeah. I think I he know. could be an MVP candidate this year. He had 500 and 590 points last year and finished top 10 in fantasy. All right, well, we got pick Sheesh. number six. To go with it. So, pick number six of this year's fantasy draft goes to Owen Caldwell. New member, new station member okay. of the... That's how we're doing our, our OG members now, then? What? Sticking them last? Yeah. Yeah, we are, Brett. We are. Jack, <laughs> what it's your fault, man. <laughs> Jack, what if this comes down to... Me and you for the final or for the first pick. That would be crazy. I I don't we know. Need it. I might have to send them right on this show. I have to pay myself to <laughs> add more money to the pot to get first right pick. on the show live <laughs> with <laughs> Tom recording. Hopefully that I can get picked. What do we got? Top five. Left? We, so we have yeah. So who do we have left? We have myself, Greg. We also have Josh Ayers, Aaron Hook, and Kareem. So five people left, and next name gets picked number five. So let's see who gets picked number five. Pick number five is going to Mr. Hook. Mm. Tenth, or not tenth inning. What am I saying? Third and long host. Yep. Offsides host as well. But he's getting picked number five in this year's draft. Yeah, cause, so, Brad, I need to go back to you. How do you, like, plan to attack this draft? I uh, pick 16. Ooh. You got back-to-back picks. So that's not, like... Horrific. No, it's not awful. Uh, we got to get in the lab. We got to watch some TikToks. Watch some TikToks. See who the officials are. Uh, See what the fantasy baseball they like. Yeah, saying. the guys who know what they're talking about. Like, yeah. so we got four people left. Top four. I was not expecting my name to be in this top four, and people are probably yeah, going to say it's rigged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a random wheel. I would not put Brett Miller last if this was rigged. Okay? You would have put me last. I would have. <laughs> Actually, genuinely, I probably would have put Tom or Chris last. So, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's what I would have done. But the final four. Final four. Greg oh. is getting pick number four. Just barely. It was about a centimeter away. It was close. Stand on the board. But Greg's <sighs> getting pick number four. Congrats. Must be nice. <laughs> who, who, who would be available at four? You would be getting Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Cole, maybe. Freddie oh. Freeman, maybe. Spencer Strider. Bets. Yeah, maybe Spencer Strider. You just got to play the board at that point. See who's Greg is off. So right there. now it's me, Kareem, and... And Ayers for the top three picks, the lottery picks of this draft. So rigged. Which would be it's Mookie so Betts, Acuna, maybe Garrett Cole, maybe Juan Soto. It's so rigged. So <laughs> You can't say this is rigged. I'm doing this on a random wheel website. <laughs> All right. Pick three. Are you ready? Here we go. Pick number three is going to myself. I get pick three. Oh. So uh, that's, a, that's a huge choice because I can either choose a pitcher or a hitter. So this is mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's a tough spot to be in. Who are the two late, Who are the two names left? So we have Kareem and Josh Ayers left as the last 
two people. So whoever's name gets picked here gets pick number two, and whoever's name does not get picked gets the number one overall pick. Okay. So if your heirs are Kareem watching, you don't want your name to show up. Okay. Pick number two goes to drum roll, please. We have Josh Ayers getting pick number two, and Kareem is getting pick number one. So that's probably going to be Mookie Betts and Acuna, but that's all going to come down to who Kareem picks uh, in with his first pick. But Ayers gets pick number two, Kareem pick number one, uh, but Brett, unfortunately, the sore loser of this, uh, getting picked number 16. Um but yeah, we, we picked our be, draft order. We will be back. The draft order is here. So, uh, Tom, be sure to either send the videos in the group chat um, or send them to me, and I'll just send a list of who got what. But yeah, the order is set, and we'll probably be talking about some fantasy stuff here on 10th yeah. inning. We can use it as some content. Uh, we, I think we're probably going to do the draft as an episode of 10th inning, which would be kind of cool. That would be fun, yeah. So uh, we can do something along the lines of that, but... Um, who do we let's let's talk about the last thing before we get off the air? Who do we think is uh, an underdog um, in this year's draft um, for who could be a potentially? I would say not the best because I think the best kind of already stands of like like Mookie Acuna. Obviously, injuries all uh, come into account for that. But mm-hmm. who do we think is a, a guy that's going completely under the radar right now that could be a top ten player in this league this year? Yeah, I would say right now, in terms of value, I think in the fifth round, you can get Max Freed at just an unbelievable steal. You can also get Gunnar Henderson down in like the late fifth, early sixth round. I think he is really good value. I'm also a really big fan of Manny Machado. He had a bit of a down year last year in terms of offense. And, you know, if you don't play in a league where defense is that important and what we're doing defense really doesn't matter as much, but Manny Machado could quietly have a 30 and 90 season, which we've seen him do when he's healthy. I think he's really good value. Really love Joe Musgrove. He's going in like the seventh, eighth round. He was hurt last year. And then there's some younger guys that I like. I really like Grayson Rodriguez. I think this is the year where he really turns into a big time pitcher. Ellie De La Cruz, I think, is going to turn into you know a big. I think Ellie's going to be have a huge jump position player. I think he's going to be great. Luis Robert Jr. is another guy that you could maybe get in the late rounds. So there are a lot of really good values here. But obviously, Jack, to your point, the big guys are going to come. That first 20 to 25 picks, that's where you really build your core. Yeah, you mean you build your core around people like Aaron Judge, even Jose Ramirez, Corbin Carroll now, Adley Rushman. Those are the guys you build your team around. Um, but going later into the rounds, I mean, you got just scrolling, right? I mean, Cody Bellinger isn't even on a team yet, but he's a guy that you could pick late. Even Mike Trout, I know he's injury prone, but that's someone that you got to look out for. Um, even like, Randy or Rosarena. I think a couple players that could be steals in the late rounds. I think one of them would be Jose Ramirez. I've always been a big fan of his game. Uh, another name. I just don't think he's going to go late, though. That's the thing. because he Probably already, yeah. first. He already has a lot of hype around him. Yeah, he yeah. does. He does. I think a, I think another name to watch out for this year, and he really, he really performed down the stretch of the season, was one of the big reasons why the Rangers won the World Series, was uh, Evan Carter. I think he could yeah. be an underrated name as well. He's been he was underrated throughout that whole World Series yeah, run. Yeah, he was. So, um, but Adolis Garcia and Corey Seager yeah. obviously took more of that with Jordan Montgomery as well. But I definitely think that yeah, you're right. Evan Carter is definitely a sneaky guy to pick up. Trent Grisham. <laughs> Trent Grisham. Come, on, he's not. Yeah, he's not even going to be on the dang. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, um, I, I'm I'm trying to look. Um, C.J. Abrams could be. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, could be it, but uh, could be one of those guys that goes uh, late, but um, goes under the radar. Maybe Bobby Miller for the Dodgers. Mm. If yeah, he could give you innings. He could. He really could. Um, yeah, Ellie. Just look. I'm just like literally scrolling. Really like Matt McClain for the Reds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yep. just a ton of guys, ton of talent this year. Spencer Steer. Um, Spencer Steer. So Royce Lewis. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to uh, – do you have any under-the-radar guys? Or uh, I was about to send it. <laughs> no, nah, you could send it. You, sh- you sure? Um, just Any looking. final words from Brett Miller? <laughs> How Today's episode? I'm getting Alec Bone. Because you, you're getting <laughs> Alec Bone. No, I'm getting Vladdy at 16, probably. Oh, my goodness. Oh what about God. what about this name? The script, I don't want anyone the, to the take script him. is written. I don't right. want what, a, to take what about him. this name if he stays healthy? O'Neal Cruz. If he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. Yeah. That's the big thing. Um, he probably will go like second round. Right? Snyder Walker league. Bueller, man. If you're in like an eight person league, he'll probably go like fifth, maybe fifth round. But in our sixteen person league, he'll go like second round. So. Volpe. Volpe's a possible breakout. When's the ground mm-hmm. back midseason? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think like got, when, when did he get injured? June, right? June, yeah. I believe June, it was. June, July, early June, yeah. late May. Yeah, I'm gonna steal Jose Alvarado from Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, that would, that would make hold him hostage that for a, a, a good trade offer. Yeah, he wants literally every Philly though. But that's gonna do it for this yeah. episode of Tenth Inning. We picked the order of our draft. We also talked about the City Connect jerseys that are potentially coming out. And uh, who's some fantasy breakout guys? But uh, for Greg Mazzo, Tom Hill, Brett Miller, I'm Jack Miller. Thank you guys for tuning in to 10th Inning, and have a great rest of your day.